All right. So what, what we're saying, um, uh, Rashid, we're talking hustlers. about how Latrell Spiel- Sprewell is. How do you say that well? Latrell Sprewell. Sprewell. Yeah. Okay, Latrell Sprewell is in your top five human beings. Yeah. Uh, most of my top five human beings are professional basketball players as well. Yeah. Willie Workman's yeah. also in my top five yeah, human of beings. Course. And he's a professional basketball Who player. Who is that? Willie, Willie Workman. Workman. Willie Workman. He's yeah. a. He's a a member of the national championship winning Amherst College basketball An team. Amherst alumnus and a member of the Israeli national basketball team. Yeah, well, not national. He's, he plays on a, a plays team in, there. He plays on a professional though. team in that's Israel. pretty good. Uh, if, you know, if you know where I can acquire a Willie Workman jersey from his team in please Israel, please let us know. Please call in or let us know in the mixer. I... This has been my senior year project, and I have, up to this point, failed. This is actually, that's what we were planning on having our senior gift be. Just uh, a Willie Workman Willie jersey Willie. for every yeah. member of the senior class. So, But you're saying he's playing with Jews. Aren't you on a Jewish basketball team? I am on a Jewish basketball Will? team. Well, um, aren't you more of a, a coach-like figure? Uh, I haven't been able to attend a lot of games lately uh, because of my rehearsal schedule. So I, I'm thinking of myself more as the GM lately. Oh. Um, but yes, I am the GM of an intramural basketball team called Voodoo and the Jews, so named because Voodoo, our only non-Jewish player, um, is also our one of our best players and mascot. So he gets his own name in the title. I'm exactly. I'm a little bit Jewish. Could you pick me up off waivers? Uh, I am allowed to. Uh-huh. I, I mean, won't as the GM, do that. Why? Why not? No cap. Have you seen my lefty hook shot? He's got uh, a lot of cap. I, I got to worry about the salary cap. It's, you don't want to get in luxury. I mean, I got, I got to feed my family. <laughs> you do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is that a quote from? This is somebody, right? It's from somebody Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> can, can I briefly tell the story? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, I remember this. Yeah. Latrell Sprewell was playing for the Timberwolves at this point after an illustrious <laughs> career with the Golden State Warriors where he choked out his coach. And then <laughs> an even more illustrious career with the New York Knickerbockers. And that was when I fell in love with him. But then he goes to the Wolves, and I, I forget the numbers, but he wants like $16 million instead of $12 million, and they won't give it to him. So he holds a press conference when he says, I don't know why they won't give me any money. You know, i got to feed my family. <laughs> uh, what do yeah. you think Latrell Spiro's children eat? I think he's bankrupt now. Really? So probably really? not much. Oh, someone else became bankrupt recently, um, an ex-basketball player. Vin- Vince Carter? Oh, is that, is that, that how it be, what, where, what is Vince Carter doing I think, these days? I think he just became bankrupt. He is in my top five basketball players as well. Is that... Uh, yeah. Yep. I think I have my line. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Young files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy as of January 22nd. Wow. I'm shocked. Sorry. Vince Young, not Vince Carter. Oh, Vince oh, Young. That's, Vince Young, that's significantly different. different. Sorry, yeah, yeah, pardon yeah. me. Vince Carter. I think Vince Carter, he spent so much time in Canada... Their social safety net oh, would yeah, catch yeah. him you if he ever went bankrupt. Yeah. yeah, he'd get free health care and food <laughs> and all that. And if also, oh, he's still in the NBA. He plays for the Mavericks. I don't follow the Vince, who, Vince Carter? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I stopped I, following when Spreewell retired. Yeah, uh, I thought I was watching a game this season where he was with the Mavericks, and um, eventually he just ran into a pick. He took He ran into a pick and just evaporated into dust. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still do the three-leg dunk? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he did that right afterwards. <laughs> did you guys see the? Uh, did you guys see the clip of Derek Fisher just throttling LeBron James to the ground? Is Derek Fisher still in the Derek NBA? Derek Fisher is still in the NBA. He is my. He. I don't know if you guys know this. He is a favorite of mine. Here, here's a gif of it. Senior top five. Is he in your Watch it. Oh. oh. Um, I'll post this on the Mixler. Derek Fisher just completely annihilates LeBron James. Oh, good night. It's um. 
Oh, Alexis has reminded us that Vince Carter is still in the league. Thank, Thank you, you. Alexis. Thank you, Alexis. Uh, Alexis, I'm really curious what Alexis is a friend of ours who's talking to us on the mixer right now. Alexis has a lot of thoughts about um, 1990s era uh, professional wrestling. I think that could be a good topic to talk about. Uh, Alexis, if you want to talk about professional wrestling, uh, can you call us at 413-542-2288? I think Alexis is to 90s wrestling what I am to early 2000s basketball. Or to film in general. <laughs> or to film in general. Yes. Especially Oscar contenders. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. Derek Fisher still in the league. Uh, did you guys hear about uh, Derek Fisher's stalker? No. No. Okay, so a, it me? I think it's hilarious that Derek Fisher, of all people, would have a stalker. Well, he did make that shot with point two seconds left on the yes. block. He was the uh, head of the... Uh, head of the Players Union. Players Union. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Uh, Derek Fisher had a stalker who changed her last name to Fisher because he she got so close to him in her mind. And Derek Fisher has a restraining order against her. Can wow. you believe that? Can you imagine Derek Fisher having a restraining order against anyone? Yeah. For people who are not familiar... I'd be honored. It means Derek Fisher's paying attention to you. For people who are not familiar with basketball, Derek Fisher is a old player in the NBA. He's always old. He came he, in he's old. All, he's, he was like the third guy on the Lakers back when it was Shaq and Kobe. It was like Shaq mm-hmm. and Kobe... And then Derek Fisher was kind of around. He was around right. point. That in was that a big vein, deal. five-time NBA champion. Yeah. Te- technically true. Uh, but now Derek Fisher, is he on the Thunder these days? Or did he get traded yes, he's again? Yes, he's on the Thunder. Yeah, he's on the Thunder, um, which is funny because the Thunder is a historically very young team. Uh, and historically, I mean, like, in the four years or whatever that the Thunder's been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Derek Fisher himself is a very old, what is he, like 38 or something? He's got to be. So can you just check that Wikipedia? No, oh, I got it. Gotta be like forty-five by now. I don't think he's. 45. He started playing basketball. He didn't pick up a basketball until he was yeah, he's twelve. Th- he's thirty-nine. How do you know that he didn't pick up a basketball? That's everybody time? knows that. Okay. <laughs> it's common knowledge. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Derek Fisher, he's um, he's always doing something. Did you see that clip of him um, not getting the high five that he wanted, and him no. just like, okay, this those is- are the best clips. Derek Fisher. Oh, it was point four seconds, by the way, on that shot, uh-huh. not point two seconds. Okay. Sorry about that. Still, uh, uh, I'm I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you, Will. We yeah, do have on. a call, though. Oh, great. Let's do so, it. So uh, <laughs> we'll watch this gif. We'll take that call. <laughs> it's really funny. I'll post it on the mixer. Okay. Okay. Hi, caller. You're on the air with uh, Space Jam was a documentary. Hello. Yeah, this is this is Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Alexis. Hey, Alexis. What's going on, man? What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here only to talk about uh, late night wrestling, actually. Um, Alexis, you tweeted something when you were still back in, in China, and you tweeted, um, I think it was Steve Austin invented light beer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was the tweet verbatim. Um, you, uh, Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, you, you were tweeting a lot that night about um, professional was, wrestling, etc., but I did not understand what that meant. I was YouTube nostalgia tripping. And it was like a lot of the first time I'd seen a lot of this since I was, you know, like eight years old. So you're seeing it with fresh eyes, basically. And I was just watching all these old, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin V, Vince McMahon, like crazy month-long, week-to-week battle things going on. It it was very, very stupid. But I started to think about, like, the the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and like the way he would. Can you or, smell what Stone Cold Steve Austin is cooking? I love that. <laughs> He's that guy, right? That's that guy? That's, that's from the Tooth Fairy. 
that's, that's <laughs> insulting that you would take the Texas rattlesnake and compare it. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I can't speak on his behalf. But anyway, you would come in for, for big matches with just like two cans of like Bud Light or whatever <laughs> the company that was sponsoring Monday Night Raw was. And then you just like walk to each corner of the ring and like bang the cans together and like pour them into his mouth and like like I think you would go through like eight per you go through two cans per corner and just pour light beer all over this room and spill it all over it was just the most absurd thing and there's like half the crowd are ten year old kids who drag their parents along. So right away So did you start drinking light beer when you saw those as an eight year old? aggressively because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. This yeah. explains why you do that at every party <laughs> I've ever been at. Walk around and just yeah, smash I mean, light I try not to use, like, have a can any closer than two feet from my face. I just want to pour it down. That's why also I just wear leather vests to parties all the time. And, and knee braces. So I'm definitely willing to admit that Stone Cold Steve Austin, it does appear that he invented light beer. I'm just um, saying, like, for a generation of people, yeah, he, he is your intro to light beer. He told you about it. You know? he's, he's like my uncle when I was eight-year-old, also, <laughs> exactly. also introducing me to light beer. <laughs> I like to think sometimes <laughs> all uh, So what else did you learn on your nostalgia trip? Uh, I learned about, so there's this absurd, I'm, I say that as though any, like, professional wrestler or the idea of professional wrestling is already absurd, but... There is there's a character called Gold Dust. I don't know if you guys are familiar <laughs> with Gold Dust at all. I would highly recommend Googling. Okay, I'm not. I'm Googling Gold Dust the wrestler right now. Yeah. Uh wow, he looks like he's an insane clown posse. It's just yeah, I don't know. There were this these bizarre like like his sexuality in question undertones again. The main audience of pro wrestling are like ten year old boys who are questioning so, their sexuality most likely. Yeah. He he comes in a, he walks into the ring in like a big sparkly gold unitard with his face painted gold and black, and he like would wear a boa and like try to seduce the other wrestlers. It was bizarre thing. He, like he I, looks I, like I, a I, mix of insane clown posse, Kiss, and Liberace. Yeah, it's, it really is like ICP does Mardi Gras character. <laughs> very bizarre. Like, I don't know. And it's just strange. This is like on television. Like, Was the, he a I popular wrestler back then? Or was he like sort of a fringe, a fringe I would say athlete? among my friends and I back in the day, he was, he was the topic of conversation quite a bit. Where are you he from, was, Alexis? I am, well, around the time I was, I was heavily into wrestling, I lived in Maryland. I was in Maryland until I was like eight. Um, Alexis, can I ask you? You're familiar with the concept of synergy, right? I, I I am. So when you called, we were talking about basketball, basketball okay. players. Can you give me a list of wrestlers you think would be good at basketball? Ah, uh, good question. Oh wow. Uh, any era, or what are we? Any what are we era. Doing? All right. At the one, but you I have to consider. Can... You have to consider if they were enemies during their era, would they be good teammates? That's something yeah. that really yeah. think about that. That's a pretty pretty solid point. I'd say at the point we've got Mr. Mr. Six One Nine himself, uh, Rey Mysterio, whose whole shtick was like a Mexican luchador kind of thing. <laughs> I think dude was like five foot two, um, <laughs> but he's got a hop. He's got a, he's a real monkey bones kind of guy. Uh, he'll get under the defense. Uh, at the two, I think you gotta give the ball to uh, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin, guys all hustle. I mean, yeah, he's on the all-time hustle. He was an American right? hustle. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. He was. He directed my hustle. But you guys know movies more than uh, Let's see. At the three, who's got who's got the wingspan? Um, I think you gotta go. I see you go Ric Flair at the three, even though he's of course. I, I I say like Four Horsemen era Ric Flair, uh, just because you know you want a wild card on the, on the court at all times. Oh, good mm-hmm. good decision. Where, yeah. where does Triple H fit into all this? Triple H definitely he's kind of a stretch four, uh, and again it's it's the intimidation factor more than anything. But oh, I put course. I put Triple H be at the stretch four, and then uh, would John Cena make the cut? Not on my. Not on my team. Okay. I don't know. He might, Excuse he me. Might be, he's I don't a, mean to he's offend a really you. He's a vocal bench guy. I see him as like a spark off the bench, you know? Mm, maybe in the Israeli <laughs> basketball league. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> <laughs> uh, who's that to five? Uh, I say it's got to be... Ah, uh, man. Andre, just... right? Andre, Andre the Giant? Yeah, he's I mean, a giant. Fair enough. Yeah, he's a yeah. giant. Good post game. <laughs> Absolutely, and if not, like you, you can just call Gawain anyway. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, do you guys know who has the record for? Um, uh, this is dead serious right now. Do you guys know who has the record for most uh, make a wishes made? It's John Cena. I've it heard is, this. It is yeah. John what? Cena. John Cena is like just an ex- John Cena is the pit bull of wrestling. He's like a really good dude, super humble, like loves his fans, will go out of his way to help people. Oh, I see. The, the, most people have requested him for Make-A-Wish. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 he's he granted has, He them. has granted the most oh, wishes. I thought of... you were saying who's made the most Make-A-Wishes. And I was like, come on, John said you can have whatever you want. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John, I can see like John wow. Cena just sitting in his like hospital bed being like, I want to meet Steve Jobs today. Yeah, I totally <laughs> misunderstood that. Wow. That'd be funny, though. I want to set that record. <laughs> <laughs> Most wishes requested. Yeah, you just you just get better right after you make it, it worked. <laughs> Guys, I'm sick again. <laughs> please, please take me to the Power Rangers. <laughs> please take me to meet John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Alexis. If you were sick and dying, who would you make a wish to meet? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there any answer but? Uh, the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is Before not. I die, I want to crush a light beer with Stone Cold Steve <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Austin. <laughs> swing in the hospital. No Go doubt. out on top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I got to run, but, uh, this, you know, you ever see me on the streets and you, you have serious opinions about Stone Cold Steve Austin and his rivalry with Rocky, The Rock, Maivia, uh, Get at me. Okay. Well, who was we'll that do. person? Rocky the Rock. My... I don't know what. I think his dad. I don't know what I did there. I think his dad's name was. He also wrestled something. My. Yeah. I don't know, man. The Rock. I think it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. His dad. Dwayne or... Johnson is Canadian. But Dwayne Johnson's dad also played for a mm-hmm. while. He played like a his name is a reference like, to over the top caricature. Some thing. Re- some wrestler. wrestler. Then, yeah. Oh wow! I had no idea. Yeah. Even even the Rock was was that too for a while. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Okay. Yeah. Thank right. you for calling. Thanks, Alexis. Yeah, no, anytime. Cool. Uh, Can I we... ask? I, I'm not familiar with wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the... He's the bald guy. He's the guy who started the ice cream chain? <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah, he started Stone Cold Creameries. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, no. Good. I was confused for like most of that. I didn't want to say anything. He, he's the guy who invented the concept of singing if you get tipped. 
you would okay, be in yeah. the wrestling ring and someone would throw him some money and he would have to sing a song. Also the thing where you roll the toppings into the ice cream. Did he do that right. with light beer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just roll the light beer into the ice over, cream. You know? yeah. Okay. Um, that was great. Do you guys have any like final comments on this? Do we want oh we gotta give uh, ratings to the movies? Oh we didn't do crap. that. We forgot uh, to give ratings. Oh right, let's right, uh, right. start off with um Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips didn't see it, gonna give it five stars. I uh, love Tom Hanks, love Marky Mark. Um, Robert Downey Jr. I love accurate pictures of the Afghanistan war where we came. There were some people who were the Taliban. A lot of people weren't. They helped us fight them, and we won. So <laughs> five stars. Uh, I'll give it an E uh, for Mark E. Mark. Uh, e for everyone. Yeah, E for everybody. I think everybody won when Marky Mark's in charge. Okay. I'm going to put it at a solid zero Jeffs. Um, well, Ooh, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, if you don't know, Jeff is... Um, We've gone over this a couple times, but <laughs> Jeff was the former co-host. He's an ugly man. <laughs> so we give things on the Jeff scale. Ten Jeffs being extremely <laughs> ugly. The only, only Jeff is ten Jeffs. Only recorded only recorded ten Jeffs on the Jeff scale is Jeff himself. So <laughs> zero Jeffs is actually a pretty good rating. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Great. Okay. Uh, now let's do American Hustle. I'm going to dock at a point for um, not featuring myself. I hustle all the time. I was really upset when I didn't get the call from the crew, from Cassidy, mm-hmm. to be featured in that movie. Uh, for me, it was it was a bit too heavy on the flow. Oh, four um, stars, by the way. I mean, when I say dock at a point, I meant dock at a star mm-hmm. from five. Otherwise, perfect. Uh, yeah, it was a bit too heavy on the flow. Uh, mm-hmm. Not quite enough hustle. Oh, it's all about that belt. Uh, there were also, uh, there was that one scene in Mexico which confused me. Uh, I thought it was called American Hustle. Uh, mm-hmm. Very very misleading film. Um, I'm gonna give it uh, just one Groundhog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Groundhog is a logarithmic scale. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six. All right, a uh, six out of how many? Uh, a six in the morning. Um, that's the time Cassidy, the ultimate hustler, <laughs> parties with R. Kelly. <laughs> Till in the music video for Hotel. Right now, uh, that's a ringing in. I'm holding up uh, six fingers <laughs> yeah. and putting them back and forth. All jokes aside, guys, you gotta see this music video if you haven't seen it. I, posted, <laughs> really? I already posted on the mixer. <laughs> yeah. For me, the key to a good rap music video is a hotel party scene. And that's, is that what most of the music video is? It's just hotel party. That's scenes? the whole. It's the perfect music video for that reason. <laughs> Great. Should we? Uh, okay, should we're we take uh, a break? We'll be right back. Uh, so par- one of my favorite parts of the American Hustle film was the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the soundtrack was great. Uh, they featured this new hit single uh, by Daft Punk and featuring Pharrell, and it's called Get Lucky. It was great because it was sort of like a period piece. Yeah. Uh, the period being exactly 2013, <laughs> uh, roughly June. Um, so it was all over the radio then. Right. So here is uh, Daft Punk featuring Pharrell oh, with their... Great, Take me back. Great to song. Get lucky. Turning every road, turning. 